live. Did I do that right? How was my timing? Mm. Did I get it? Was it close? Mm -mm. Did we nail it? Are we live? Mm. Oh boy. This thing on. Tell, tell three secrets you've never told anyone into the mic. We'll see if we're live. We'll test it. Um, I used to be an ISIS. I what else? Was the starting point guard for the San Antonio Spurs in the late 90s. Mm. I love Chris Gardner. You want to shut that door and I'll welcome everybody? I ain't shutting nothing. Now, y'all want to start the show? Door remains open. Until we go to a that's one a, shot. That's not a punishment. It's not a punishment. Don't try and act authoritative. Go to a one shot. Go to Chris. <laughs> hey, let me tell you guys about our studio text line. 314-669-1431 is how you get a hold of us. Uh, that's how we, uh, we communicate with those who wish to remain anonymous. <laughs> we'll do the great American race today. It'll be Travis Farrell, myself. <sighs> arguing over race-driven issues and which uh, which <laughs> race has been accurately. Uh, wow, there you are, Trav. I haven't hey. seen you in a while. Uh, again, text in 314-669-1431. You can do some fair or foul with us today. You know, you email us at wall at weareliveradio.com. We'll get into Travis's birthday weekend. Ah! All the uh, good and bad news circulating throughout the world. But first, Travis, let's say hello to our trusty producer, one Christopher Gardner. Hello, Gardzi. Oh, hello. Such a, mm. such a such a pretty producer. I spent about seven. Good morning, Chris. Hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> I spent about seventeen minutes uh, uploading uh, gifts that Derek Dock created to Giphy, so uh, you can say hello to your walnut. Walnut. Everybody. Good morning, Walnut. Good morning, Travis. Hello. How are you, dude? It's like that hot gotcha. Mm-hmm. Man, turning 35, bro. Yeah, it's not. He turned 35. That's uh, rough. Yeah, I'll man. give you that. It is tough. You, you, turned, you were turning 30 on Friday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. The weekend aged me, bro. You think someone thought it was an April Fool's Day joke when you weren't there right away? Because that was not the plan. And oh, I nice. Just, yeah, yeah. And I I'm just, uh, outside of wacky kid pranks. Yeah. I'm down with the kids having fun on April Fool's. That's fun. You do a prank. Oh, what cushion. Uh, adult April fooling, unless you're a brand and you do a really good job. And I'm not a huge friend. Really you have to do job. a perfect yes. job. Right. I mean, seriously. That's. Or else it's just not worth it. I already posted in Friends of Wall. Everybody needs to head, uh, keep their heads on a swivel today. Super funny Facebook posts about people with the ability to have children and be engaged posting false announcements of pregnancy and engagements. And I think it should be a crime for deceiving uh, the three older relatives that actually mm -hmm. believe it. We're, we're done with this, right? In the age of social media, we're done with the pregnancy slash engagement announcements from people that are viable candidates to be engaged and or pregnant. It ain't funny. It's the furthest thing from funny. It happens, though, doesn't like it? It gets almost to the point where it's insulting. There are people mm -hmm. actually on your Facebook feed that cannot get, cannot get pregnant. There are people who, oh, that's the who will thing. always be lonely and forever. Don't remind them of. Oh, you're making it about you. Oh, it's always about Selfish. me. Uh-huh. Why else would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, people grow up. That's not funny. I don't laugh at that. It's mostly dad humor anyway, isn't it? For April Fool's Day. 
It's Could be. Uh, it's like yeah, really some. Yeah. Like some people going to Reddit for the first time and then posting on Facebook like it's brand new. Like, oh, I found this thing. It's pretty hilarious. What I was uh, it's not. I, did you guys ever get into the prank? I feel like Spencer's oh, gifts and or no, it would have been like a, a bookstore back in the day. Pranks that, pranking is for rich for rich people. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Dennis the Menace was poor as crap. All you need Dennis is ketchup packets to pull a prank, Travis. That's not, not for rich but people. But that's not FedEx. But who who has time to waste? Ketchup packets, that's valuable you just food. just take more than you did, mm-hmm. you normally mm-hmm. would. That's just just open up your food. gloves, Fox. fast food restaurant. Uh, my grandmother would not be happy about that. That's just wasting food. <laughs> Stay out of my ketchup, son. Yeah, hey, uh, don't take no ketchup packets. Well, we have company are over. Are condiments really food? In my household, they were. I'm sorry I didn't grow up in a gated community like you. How many nannies did you have again, Gartner? I had none. I, I lived in a duplex. Mm-hmm. I lived in a trailer at one How point. many trailers have you lived in, Travis? I, I, I couldn't afford to live in a trailer. He was too busy living on the park benches mm. where Gardner now likes to go in his leisure. Where he goes in his leisure is where I went every night. Is that appropriation? Uh, Aren't you going to be hanging out on park benches with Muppets? That's not how that works. I don't think you've ever seen the show. Oh. I mean, as a child, when it was appropriate. No, I think it's always appropriate to watch something that's educational and uplifting to children. I guess you have to be a child to enjoy that now, huh? We'll so do sad. fair or foul today. <laughs> <laughs> there is one... One April Fool's Day joke that sticks out to me from my youth. Okay. And it was Sports Illustrated. What did they do? Uh, they had George Plimpton write a piece on... This is, the best, this is the best April Fool's ever. On Sid Finch, who wasn't a real person. Yep. But was like a yogi from another country who decided he was going to, as Plimpton wrote, decide whether or not he wanted to play baseball or not using some weird pitching method that he had learned and could throw in like, the Himalayas, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. 105, 108 miles an hour, using this method. No, I thought I, did they, I thought they were did they say 108? I was thinking they were saying it was like near 130 or something. It could be not, not yeah, even human. I can't remember completely what it was, but I remember it in Sports Illustrated in the mid 80s because I had a subscription as a youngster, and reading. Did you get it, the football phone? I did have the football phone. I had the sneaker phone All right, too. Travis, I agree with you. Told you, he's rich. Yeah, yeah. Quite privileged. Um, and I remember reading that and being like, oh my God, I went and showed my dad and everything. And then he's like, well, my dad's like, I don't know what this is. This doesn't make sense. And I'm like, oh, it's because we have to find out more about this guy. And then of course my heart is broken several weeks later when they reveal it was a prank. And it was something like the first line of the article, every, the first letter of every word and it's spelled out April fool's day. Ah, This is this. You could pull stuff off like this back in the day because you couldn't just pull up your phone and be like, mm, "No, not right. true." And that was a real publication. Are we? Uh, do we like that? I liked that for its time. I and it was a well-crafted I article at the time because I took the bait and you know because you were all up in it. Yeah, and I'm like five or six years old. And you're thinking to yourself, "Why would the media I love lie to baseball?" Me? And yeah. I'm fascinated by this idea. And so, like, it, it did sting a little mm. when I found out it wasn't true. It, it, it stung. So, you see, it wasn't anything to laugh at. It was nothing to chuckle about. You were hurt as a child. You lost trust in authority. You lost trust in an institution like journalism. And I Maybe lost this is trust how... in East Coast elitists Thank you. like George Plimpton. See, Sports Illustrated ain't been the same since. But he was a, he was a good writer. That is, that's, that's probably the best April Fool's prank of our that's generation. That's the one that lives right? with me. Yeah. Just because it got me. And it, 
I don't think he thought about what he was doing to kids when he was doing that. No. Well, he's, that's why they came up with the Sports Illustrated for Kids. Yeah. Which had Frank Thomas on it every it other did. article. It did. It did. <laughs> I should have called it. it Remember that? It was, it, was a, it was a stretch where Frank Thomas was apparently every child between the ages of 8 and 11. That was my little brother's favorite ball yeah, player. Yeah, his favorite because his name was the Big Hurt. Yeah. He was and incredibly he was tall. Frank. They called him Big Frank, too. Oh, yeah. But he had nine nicknames. Then he had that sweet ass White Sox jersey. Mm-hmm. The White Sox were cool because they had that just really. They had Jack McDowell too. Uh-huh. They were just a cool ass team. Yeah. they were the White Sox. Right, and they when they made that uniform transition. Oh, that was around. so dope! It that was, was perfect. Good. That it was, was the youngins liked it, so that made sense why Frank Thomas. But Sports Illustrated for kids was never the same. Uh, I think after Allen Iverson showed up on him with all the tattoos. <laughs> that's whenever it was canceled. What, in yeah, my that's everybody was like, oh yeah. no. Ooh. Oh boy! He's what so was wrong urban. with me that, What's that I on his neck? I this dem- is an urban sports illustrated mm, for kids. I don't know. This is too city for my child. Despite watching Iverson just obliterate folks uh, in college, why did I want a Jerry Stackhouse Sixers jersey and not an Allen Iverson Sixers jersey? Well, because Jerry Stackhouse had went to North, North Carolina. Carolina. He was the second coming of Jordan. Yeah, he had every to <laughs> every saw guy over six foot five, below six foot eight. That went to North Carolina that could shoot kind of and jump a little bit right. was the next Jordan. Jerry Stackhouse was, yeah. And then he also came into his own in the era of like people really starting to love North Carolina basketball. And so I was a big Eric Montross guy. Yeah, a lot of people were. <laughs> and I think his pro career showed that I was right it, in rooting I for him. I think you were correct in that assessment. Mm-hmm. Another amazing performance from a tall, rugged, Gritty white guy from North Carolina who went to the NBA. Serge Zwicker. They had some Europeans during that time, too. They and did. I, and I can't remember. Serge Zwicker, right? The, he's not the one I'm thinking of, though. Mm. There's like two other ones that I'm thinking of, and I can't. Like the silver. It wasn't the silver. You know who ruined? I'm not even going to joke. Like who, who kind of ruined North Carolina basketball for me? And this is kind of blasphemous to say. I'm sorry. Vince Carter? It was Hansborough. He absolutely. First of all, there, you're talking about their all-time leading scorer. He was a four-year starter, which was like, ew, ew. <laughs> Who plays all four years in college? Yuck. And then he was the epitome of, oh yeah, he's gritty and he's tough and he's hard-nosed and he's psycho T. Psycho T. Now y'all know damn well if that was a brother from Compton who went hard as Tyler Hasbro did, he would not have had the same love. Y'all thought that was cute because he came from a I don't rural know. town I in Missouri. I don't know how many people really he threw liked elbows. him outside of Chapel Hill. Yeah, I don't think he was. He was an eye baller, but he he was. I was like, oh, this is what you just, this scarred. great university you just, you just is hyping up because Dickie V was yelling about him. All oh, the Dickie time. V made it worse. That's what you didn't like. Oh, I did. And then that Mizzou was one of his top two choices, and apparently he went to a Nike camp. His dad Jordan stepped up and was like. Yo, you're going to North Carolina. Threw some gear his way, and the kid magically appears on Chapel Hill. So that's what that was it for me. Like I was like, I don't trust this university you're saying anymore. Tyler Hansborough was illegally recruited to North Carolina. I'm, Let me tell you I'm something. Not, I'm not making that suggestion. Let me tell you something that should have been illegal. That. How is it that when I was a senior playing high school basketball against him, and he was a freshman, I was 17, he was 16. How does that work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, y'all want to talk about the Dominicans when they come and play baseball? Y'all ever say anything about the rural white kids? I need to talk about his older brother also, who's a great guy, went to Mizzou. Greg, and we were children, 
he had he really only had use of one of his arms he had had like a, a like it was his left arm was weak or something was going on still would throw me around <laughs> in like fourth grade AAU. Oh, they country strong. He'd just whop and push you out of the way. Country it was horrible. You had a problem with country strong? Yeah, no problem with country strong you at all. Did you have a problem with Bryant Reeves? Uh, yeah, I got, yeah, I got a problem with urban strong. Is your favorite Bryant Reeves story the one where he took gum from a teammate and they said, here, for uh, so your ears don't pop? And he chewed it and stuck it in his ear. Well, Is that your favorite Bryant Reeves probably story? Probably a good one. <laughs> First time flying on a plane. Why do I know that story? But I couldn't tell you who was president three terms ago. <laughs> that Farmington education. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my goodness. Today's fair or foul. It's a good one. Uh, Gardner, what do you have? And please explain why you chose this topic. Now, I chose this because it was being talked about around the office on Friday. Around the Midcoast studio. Yeah. Midcoast.media, if you'd like to learn more. Basically, I was asking Travis questions about it because he was talking about it, and I'm like, I have no idea what this is. Hmm. So, and I'm not sure that it occurred or not. Travis, by the way, I hope you had a good birthday bash. Indeed. Yeah. Um, Looks like you got uh, got to get out and have some fun. Um, I peacocked a little bit. But we're going to go with Trap Karaoke. Oh, you have a photo. Trap Karaoke. Good time. So fair or foul today, trap karaoke. Travis, can you give us a definition? <laughs> Y'all know how you go to karaoke's mm-hmm. and they got that bum Lovely ass, time. That bum ass suburban house mom music they're playing every time. Mm. I wanna dance with somebody. That's adorable. That's great. You're Madge, talking about the songs you sing? Madge from accounting. She mm. can come out with the work group and let her hair down. Madge. Good for you, Madge. You literally do you, you watch anything besides The Office? I do not. <laughs> Why even try? <laughs> Honest to God, you that couldn't is even life. Say, you couldn't even say Karen or Becky. No, because you I know Madge. if you thought Madge, you would immediately go, oh, Madge from The Office. Madge who looks like maybe a man. Madge who works down in the warehouse. Oh, absolutely. I can definitely see the music Madge would sing at karaoke. So you get these bland-ass, basic-ass, seasonless Songs seasonless that you know you and your white coworkers sing on every Thursday at Southtown, and it's fun. It's adorable. Everyone's had a few Merlots in them, so everything's <laughs> kind of fun. But oh, trap karaoke is about that life. It's about Which the life? urban hip hop. Mm. It's about the the streets. It's about finally being able to rap and flow like you always thought you could, or at least in your shower. <laughs> and so you get to go on stage and you get to sing some of the great hip hop and urban classics of yesteryear. <laughs> What's your, and favorite today. Trap, what's your favorite trap karaoke song? Oh, man, I got so many. You can't think of one? There is The Migos. Oh, really? There from yesteryear. Some, the day, from old, old, a band that's three and a half years old. Oh, you got Future. Group, not you, a band. You got, they don't play uh, instruments. You got Donald Glover. Does anyone do Young MC Bust a Move? Is I, that trap karaoke? Yeah, that, oh, does that, that fall under lame? I, I mean, probably not. Oh. You're trap karaoke, about, if one... Single Caucasian in the room even knows half a word. Travis won't do it. That's true. That's kind of the barometer for a trap <laughs> karaoke. If more than two white people know the song, then we have to get rid of it from the playlist. This is not ours anymore. No, it, it really wasn't y'all's to begin with, but y'all have yeah. fooled yourselves to thinking y'all are performers. Mm. And so we needed to add something else for ourselves. This sounds just kind of like selfish Travis karaoke. I mean, fool, like white people in general? Man, y'all, y'all do fine. Yeah, but sometimes when y'all I've come watched up- white. 
bands. But Watch what happens? Artists. Like what happens is like karaoke used to be cool. You ever seen Neil Diamond? I have. I'm very familiar with Neil Diamond. Mm-hmm. Him and Hova did an album about you, a couple years ago. You're talking about karaoke, like when it was like specifically done by Asian people. Was yes. Cool? Yes. And, and that was their not. thing. And then like everything else, y'all came along. Y'all try to you know put y'all little touch on it. No season. No sauce. No you drip. Know, nothing. The what was it when it was the Howard Johnson, the hotel by the, the Hojo? They used to have. We stayed in it, didn't we, my friend? <laughs> weren't there? They had an Were Asian those all over the South? Yes. Ha- I remember driving to Destin, Florida, and be like, "Why are there so many Howard Johnsons everywhere? So many Hojos on the way to White Condo." <laughs> um, point. There was an Asian karaoke bar in that hotel, very first floor, and I had been there. I went there twice, I think. But they had karaoke in five different languages. Nice. Oh, the nah. first time I we went in there, it was like me and like three other buddies. And then two separate groups of like eight to ten Asians. And it was just us drinking. And we would all get together and sing. And then we would do group things. We would mix up our different groups and try and do songs. And they would put it in like even different languages and then laugh at me as I could not sing along. Mm, that there, seems rude. There were some stereotypes involved and in, mm. in how the... Um, how the book was laid out too. No boy. Mm. Oh no. So mm. that was uh mm. did I smile and chuckle? Yes. Mm, I was about to but ask, did you smile and chuckle? I did. I did. I mean when it when it says in the book, not people saying it, but is typed out. No say it. Lay Charles. No, no. I laugh a little mm, bit. That's that pretty is. funny. Yeah, and it was typed that way. It's not being said or I'm not I'm like, well, you typed it. What am I supposed to do? Not take notice of you that? You gotta ignore it. I don't think I know. I don't have to you ignore, ignore that. It. No, I don't, and you I won't, to. and I didn't, and I'm telling the story now. Oh I won't ignore it. Oh boy. Well, now we know. How was your birthday? Trap <laughs> karaoke is your fair foul. Your prize ten dollars to Southtown Pub. Get those in, folks, to Wall at WeAreLiveRadio.com. Was a delightful birthday. I spent some time with family and friends, and okay. we just enjoyed gonna, each other's company. Where this. we talked about the the times of me growing up in the hood, mm-hmm. uh, dodging bullets, uh, dodging you know the drug life, and to you live in the county, right? I I, I presently live in the county, oh, okay. uh, but there you went was to a, a parkway. I I did right. go to a parkway, okay. um, but I I grew up in an area where. Um, I would imagine most terrorists couldn't survive. Okay. Most what? Terrorist. And so it it was an emotional weekend because mm-hmm. to be a black man to make it to thirty five That's a victory. <laughs> that is huge. That is huge, my friend. That is a big victory. So just kept it low key, had some beverages of, of several sorts. Um, and we kept it mostly uh, adult-like. No one got a hand. No one got sloppy. Did you eat dinner? I did have dinner at the Midwestern. Mm. How was that? Very good. Mom, mom enjoyed it. It did have six booties. Uh, tell your mom that? I, I told my mom that there was a reviewer on the internet that absolutely was pleased with the food. Did you tell her you gave it six booties? I did, did not. Did, I forgot. I so forgot. I was like, oh, mom, I got to tell you. And she was walking away. Oh. Did they recognize you as a celebrity in there? I, I was asked to sign several things. Sure. Uh, did I take a lot of pictures with many of the patrons? Absolutely. Uh, did people call out the blackfish when I walked through the door? Often. Uh, 
so I mean, I don't like to use the term celebrity because that gets tossed around a lot. I would say I'm a pillar of the community. So people respectfully came up to me to let me know that, hey, man, I appreciate what you're doing for our city. I was like, right back at you, bro. I consider you more of an influencer. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, would you have been contacted? Not a great if, one, but yeah, an he's there. One nonetheless. If Fire Festival was restarting today, would you be contacted as a key influencer? I'd be surprised if I didn't. Right. I, I mean, I've always been about the influence. You know, I influence people all the time. Like I used to. Are wear, you on the influence? No, 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 because I don't need that. I know there are a lot of people throwing around rumors about that, especially people in this particular studio that may be producing a, a podcast. Hey, I just tried to have an intervention. That's all. But no, I am. I'm not off the wagon. You know, I'm not hitting the bottle or the sauce too hard. I'm a, I know my role in this company and I know my role in this brand. And it's important that I mm. come in and be as professional as possible. Today probably was a bad example since I was late. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, I think it, I think you kind of get a, a general idea as to of all days, yeah. too. of all days. April Fools. Oh. <laughs> Comments from uh, the Facebook stream. You love those. I know that. Oh, I do. Uh, went to a corporate organized karaoke party. Fun. Sounds delightful. Becky from accounting gets up to perform Gold Digger. She doesn't say it when mm. she's forming performing, but. It, uh, inward exact spelling. Uh, oh, but in star GGA exact spelling appears on screen for the lyrics on the massive projective screen behind her about 93 times. Mm. That's from our friend, uh, artist Stephen Walton. Yeah, that's another, that's thing. something you should paint Stephen. people in office parties doing karaoke. Is the, is that, that the time? Is it a time honored tradition that someone gets fired after an office karaoke event, or that's how relationships start? I think what happens is that people believe that you should spend a ton of time outside of work with your coworkers. That is a terrible, terrible, terrible untrue. You cannot do that. Do not. I don't know. People are just, because I think you get to a certain point in your life where you just have difficulty making friends. So you latch onto your coworkers. Hey, so this is the moment to forcefully together to make a living. Yeah. So we get to a point where you're just like, I don't know. That's not how it works. But there are a lot of people on force who cannot make friends outside of work. Mm. So karaoke is that moment for them to let everybody know I'm cool. Karen, I'm the cool. Karen, I can do this. And so Karen gets a little bit too involved. What about Janika? What about no, others? Because Janika ain't coming out. Janika got four kids at the crib. Been home alone for the last two hours because babysitters cost a ton. So she got to get back to the crib. She got to get back and take care of babies. Now, Black Sheep wants to know if there's a form he can sign with the black community to use that word if it's in a song. No, there is no, <laughs> no contract. Form? There's no form. There's no website. Oh, actually, you just ask Chris Rock. That's all you do. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Yeah, I guess that's how it works, that's too. That's how, yeah. yeah um, be friends with Chris Rock. Carly, so yeah, you, you were talking about, you know, not hanging out with your coworkers too much. Is this why you, like, really didn't want to set your birthday no party. because i i yeah I last really minute want to invite, bring it up huh? well well first off it can't i helped be him last... organize where he could go but i was not invited he... until three days later did you go to sophie's I sourced, or as you call I, it sophia's i sourced places for him to hang out and then he invited me three days later well first off 
Like, <laughs> that is not exactly. <laughs> I was How's calling. I was trying to help my friend, my no. buddy, get you know the hookup. No, oh, that's not exactly Sending how it emails. Works. Somebody take care of my dude. They, help him out. Exactly oh, Chris, well, what, what time will you guys get there? I go, well, don't use that term you guys so loosely. I'm not sure that I'm invited or that I'll be invited along to have any fun. <laughs> that is not at all what happened i feel like my 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 and jamie moyer's fancy foyer just called me amish jonah hill in the comments so Ooh. i'm i'm feeling it this morning okay uh. i wore a white shirt so you guys could see me pop out of the background more and i'm over here trying to figure I out i liked when you wore the navy you like what, just a floating <laughs> white face i'd look in the preview <laughs> like, on the cameras and be like <laughs> <laughs> looking like uh looking like something out of a christmas story uh, but a, yeah. somebody that ate too much of the I food i was like oh don't go to camera one too much today <laughs> Listen, the light I, burns your eyes. I listen, I, I I believe my name has just been maligned there. I believe that. I mean, I have I have time like uh, the email with the invite. I just came in at like Friday at like eleven p.m. Everyone got the email on Friday at eleven. <laughs> it wasn't last if you guys outside of Gardner who did have plans at a wedding. And I think he had a cemetery visit he already had set up <laughs> two months ago. He had a seance. He had a seance of some sort. I went to a wedding okay. where the reception was where my parents held their reception 40 years ago in June. Really? And I would be born two months later. How about mm. that? How does yeah. that work? And where Grandma Evans got into a drinking contest with my dad's friends from Wyoming. Let's mm. tell you, Grandma Evans. Evans and Grandma won. Of course you did. She grabbed my Evans. What'd you? That's expect? what I was doing. And then I went to waitress at the Fox. And how was that? Actually, it was quite delightful. See, I was, so my coworkers are busy, so I don't have a chance to really hang out now. with them. Oh, because oh. like Chris, remember this. Remember this. Well, oh. first of all, most of the events took place outside of. Oh, here we go. South City. Mm -hmm. So that absolutely threw Chris mm. for a whirlwind. Like I have to drive more than three blocks. Mm. So I knew then that it's probably not likely that Chris will so, come out. So you went Midwestern Sophie's, then where? Then I went to Westport Social. Okay. And then I ended back up at a place called Atomic Cowboy. Oh, you hit the Grove. On Manchester. Oh. And that was roughly around 2.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah. I would really? Yeah. How was it? I was. Feel invigorated? I was out with the youth. I was telling the youth, hey, buckle up. How'd you stay? Say no to drugs. <laughs> Did you? I'm here. No, 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 Mr. Bouncer. I'm not here to make love to these girls. I'm here to teach them how to party. Thank to you. To make sure no bad partiers party with them. You there said, you go. Say, say no, no said? to drugs exactly so you could have more of no, them? No, that's not how it worked at all. I just said, hey, you don't need that to have a good time. You know what you need? Friends. And water. Jamie Moyer's well, Fancy Foyer thinks karaoke gave us uh, Papa John. Oh, that's how they got Papa John. Ah, set it up where you know there's going to be a bunch of oh. bad words in the song. Film actually, it. you know what? Yeah, that is a good, good way to set that's somebody a Chris up, Gardner is it movie. not? That, wouldn't, that would be a good That is play. fantastic. I'm going to keep that one. You to hold in your that. pocket? Yeah. yeah. That's, cool. that's a great way to get your boss, certainly. Huh. Like, oh, yeah, sing this young Jeezy or Kanye song. Yeah. And then he does, Damn. and you're like, I got his ass. Did you see a play this weekend, Gardner? It was a musical. It was a musical about waitressing. Hey, yeah, it's Travis, waitress. Travis, that was a test. You just corrected me. Played a musical. Mm, but you sing yeah, along fail. at any point? You were a good seat, weren't What there. did I fail? You shouldn't know the difference. Why? Because Chris expects you to be stupid in order for you to be a man. 
What? If you know, don't if you know the difference between things. Play along with me. Let's I mean, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. You an idiot face because you know musicals between plays. What is that Vera Wang you're wearing today, Travis? I am. Mm-hmm. For toxic masculinity. Ooh. Oh, my liberalism back of a face. <laughs> I don't know how to react with that. Because happens. that's fun to do. I don't. That, uh, you guys have kind of taken away my. That was my spade. That used to be my, my card. Now I have nothing. Are we, supposed to, are we supposed to say spade? I don't know how that works. I'm not going to. Yeah, Thank you. Know. Look at Gardner. You guys are so woke. See? No, I just don't. No, mean, I just feel like you're setting me up. You. Yeah. You were just talking about how to set up your boss through karaoke. Looks like we can't get hot. I'm not going to let you use that word mm. and then expect me to follow up by parroting that in a way. Damn it. Almost had his ass, guys. That would have been, mm. been good for me. Got it. Big for your brand. Like, I can't even play cards anymore. <laughs> That's why you can't play cards anymore. You liberals. You liberals have taken cards away from you. I want to be photographed with this. <laughs> I got a magician come up to me. What card is this? I'm not saying it. Mm. I'm not saying it. Mm. You're recording me. And then what? Then everyone comes at, after. So, me. how is how is the musical? I enjoyed it. We had to leave at intermission, though. Oh, oh boy. I knew there'd be something in there. Because uh, Jess had to work the next morning. She was getting tired. Well, she, her shift starts at 6 a.m. So, mm. so we left at intermission. So I don't know how it ended, but from what I saw, it was very good. Can I imagine that someone got a tip? Oh, nice. Yeah, waitress. That's good. I did tip. I bought a bottle of water. Did you? Yeah. And you tipped on the bottle of water? Yeah. I guess you, yeah, I guess that makes you see, sense. See, Travis, in my culture, maybe at some point your culture oh will boy. appropriate my culture and actually tip. Oh, uh-huh. boy. How about that? Or may, You know that's an issue. Or you can pay people a livable wage. That helps. stop putting the burden on What do you guys think about that? But that helps. But you know that's an issue. I will acknowledge that there is a segment of my community that uh, because we didn't get books until like 1997 mm. uh, are now, uh, we're not good at tipping. That's fair. Okay. I'll go. I was close because we are so yeah. bad. I was going to give we you. We are terrible. I was, I was is, not going to put you We are not company. good at that. I'm a really lie. bad Well, position. I ain't going to let sometimes there be days when I used to bartend and I see black people come oh. in and I'm like, Chris, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then I get to come over later and I get to be the good cop. I'm like, hey, is my buddy taking care of you? Uh. I will say this. <laughs> Travis, I was about to call you out because anytime you would see a woman of color coming in, you would put on Under Armour gear and uh, a sweatband. <laughs> it's about to be a workout. <laughs> Stretching. <laughs> Whew, I'm about to have to go get three different, three different kinds of sauces because oh. none of them are going to taste just oh, right. Oh, boy. Black church got out. Oh, dear. Oh, they have my Is that section? something you, appro- did you Did you avoid? I wouldn't say I avoid it. I would say, man, I got to really take my break right now. <laughs> that is so crazy. That's it's kind of like how you chose to go to a theater where you, you knew there would not be any <clears throat> black folk to watch us quietly. I don't understand which, why. Which I, is, I want to make a t-shirt about that. How I just, can by Jack I don't know help how us do am that? I being judged for going to other communities to Again, interact and, and engage with other around. people outside of my typical circle. I, why should am I a, getting judged for that? I should be applauded for. I should like. I don't understand. Like Travis is reaching across the aisle, going out to MAGA country 
to enjoy a very <laughs> racially invigorating film around predominantly white people and you're judging me for doing that. That's amazing. That's, this is what this country has come to where even when you're trying to do something civil, like spending time with your white brothers and sisters, you're getting chastised for. Why are you like this? What has happened, man? You used to be better than this. Did when I? we did radio at night, man, you would be so progressive. What? You would be so about, you know, <laughs> Travis, crazy. we should embrace everyone. But now that we do this podcast and you've done a few shows with Ian Bag, and oh you've my done God. a couple things at All Things Comedy, I didn't say anything when you went out to Arizona without me. Right. I didn't make a big did. deal out of it on anything. the radio show. I didn't say nothing about it. Did there I make nothing. a big fuss just, about it? Just cold you, you every time I walk into a room. Ain't no say nothing. Just left your co-host to go do another podcast in another city. At another event with a comedian, I wasn't mad about that. But now you're going to sit up here and judge me because I'm spending time with your people. I'm spending time with supporters I don't agree with politically. Yet, I say to myself, it's not about that. It's about the movie. It's about the entertainment. It's about supporting creatives. And you're judging me because of that? Unbelievable, man. Uh, you tra- changed. The black sheep. Alex Jones. <laughs> I've been screaming lizard people since we started the show. I'll, changed, I'll have everybody man. know that. Changed. <laughs> changed, bro. Used to be so cool. Black man, but sheep. Look at you. I never sucked any ding dongs. Exactly. Thanks, Alex. Exactly. I, what the black sheep says, I don't know what this quote means, and I don't know what it could be referring to. Mm-mm. I only want a little ice in that drink, but be sure to fill it all the way to the top. <laughs> it's almost like black sheep has some experience. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, there's no vodka in this drink. I'm sorry. It's full of vodka. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, put some more in it. Man, that'll be $18. Yeah. Oh, huh. no. Just, you keep that. <laughs> I just want another shot. Man, I'm not going to charge you for that shot. Why? Because you want more alcohol. <laughs> well, I just want some more liquor. I know. <laughs> so you're going to charge me for it? Isn't that how it works? Mm-hmm. You want more of something? You have to pay for more? I just don't understand how this system works. Mm-hmm. Ma'am, please. Let me speak to your manager. Ma'am, man. you can look. Look, look, y'all, y'all ain't doing nobody any favors. Y'all know I got to work with these people. Y'all know I got to work with these people. You know I got to hear their dumbass jokes. They sing their silly-ass songs. I got to have the stupid-ass conversation every day. Can I say the word? Can I say the word? <laughs> can you guys <laughs> Who's please? Ever asked can you, that? you please just chill? <laughs> Water. Let's get through this together, man. To be fair, every one of our <laughs> listeners or viewers has asked them that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it, mean, it I, privately in DMs. Hey, yeah. man. Uh, I, I had a reply. I, had a, I, hey, man, had I just wanted to know. I, like, I, saw, I saw this tweet. You know how close we are, right? I wanted to retweet it, man, but I felt like. Hey. Huh? I called you and asked you that <laughs> oh. day. Oh, no. Was, I didn't isn't mean that you. How, isn't that the I wasn't talking about you, though. I was talking about somebody else. Isn't that the process? Would I, you rather I just retweet something like that? Dan says, Screenshot uh, it. we have an order from Dan oh. coming in. You ready? Okay, what do we got, He Dan? needs water, no ice, mm-hmm. a bowl of lemons, and he needs a new sugar caddy. <laughs> Triggering! <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> this just, oh, God. This just had a I'm trying to think awful if we, flashback. If we could, and I, this isn't on the rundown, so I'm waiting for Gardner to employ. Yell at his ass, Gardner. What's the worst thing you ever dealt with at a restaurant? I worked at... Technically, I worked at a golf course in high school. There was a 19th hole, helped with some catering stuff, but then worked at Olive Garden in college for like two years and then a brewery for five and a half years. What's the worst thing you ever dealt with in food service that you wouldn't wish on anybody else? Does anything come to mind? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I got called the N-word. Oh, that'll do it. Well, I didn't need you to pull out the uh, trump card immediately. Where was this? This was in Columbia, Missouri. Boone County? 
This was definitely Boone County. This is at a corporate restaurant. And with an owl for a logo. Let's just say this person, they wanted another shot because they said something was in their shot. It was a shot of tequila. So you could mm-hmm. clearly see that there was it's nothing like, dude, you there, paid extra for that worm. Nevertheless, I was like, you know what? No big deal. I'll give the lady who said there was something wrong with the shot. I'll give her another shot. It's her birthday. Fine. Well, this gentleman thought that everyone at the table should get new shots because this one person had a problem with their mm. shot. Mm. I respectfully said, no, sir, that will not be happening, but I'll be happy again to go make the shot personally for the lady and bring it back to the table. And uh, as I walked over to the bar to prepare the beverage for the lady, the gentleman The shot of tequila. The shot of tequila. The gentleman stalked me all the way to the bar and proceeded to berate me because I was not going to give the entire table of six other people free alcohol. And as I'm walking the drink back over, as he continues to stalk me, he lets out a good old-fashioned N-word, to which it, uh, it nearly got bad for everybody. <laughs> it, it, I, went, I went to a very, You're very, like, yeah, I don't really care if I have health insurance oh, or not yeah, right now. It was, it was that conversation. And then that situation, I think that's what upset me more because... Did he get in trouble? How do you, I oh, wonder well, how that, you deal with that? Oh my, yeah. that's, that's the yeah, other that's part of the story. Part of it, yeah. But in that moment, you're thinking just that, just Chris just mentioned, you're saying to yourself, you know, I, this is a good paying job with very good benefits. Yeah. Wow. Now do I risk all of that to technically you lay can, into you this might, guy? You can maybe go to jail too. If you hit somebody. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying they wouldn't give you sympathy. Yeah, whatever. certainly. But again, you're looking at a situation where if you're thinking it all the way out in your head, you know that the likelihood of you coming out on top in the sense that even if you whoop this guy's ass, it's going to be long-term headaches for you because you're talking about potential court dates. You're talking about loss of jobs. Now you're spending time looking for jobs. Like, Everything a lot in that to moment. digest in a short amount of time. It right? was because and, tequila in your hands too. And my, I was visibly shaking, like because I was obviously angry. At the same time, I knew in that moment I could not react the way that my body was biologically How did the telling he was me to react. With react. Oh, they flipped too. They were just like, "Oh, bro, you absolutely went way, 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 oh, way, that's way good. too far." That's a, if, if there so, is anything yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they immediately like, we will pay now. We will get out. Oh, my God. Like, everyone was in a state of shock. And so even the my my wait staff was shocked. Like, and a lot of people in the restaurant heard it, and they were also like, oh, oh, wow. Well, this is going to happen right here, right now. Yeah. So the messed up part was Travis was so committed to corporate culture he made the girls singing the happy birthday song finish the happy birthday song yeah, despite I'm like, the sir, trouble. You, you have gone too far. But it is happy, our, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but it is our store policy to make sure you have a good birthday. Right. right. Hey, hey, but could you fill out the survey too? So nothing, I mean, nothing happened to the guy. Uh, yeah, the that's guy, a weird one. So, huh? Surprise to no one. The guy was an actual business owner in Columbia. Ooh. So it was it was even it was very Does he still have a business. No, that thing went out of business four months almost after that incident. The can you, that came can you talk about what, it, what the business was? It was a mattress company. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy, like I said, it was one of those. Travis th- went in and unleashed bed bugs. And we'll find out who he is after the show. <laughs> and I'm going to see what's going on with him now. And if he's doing anything. We'll help you out a little bit. Okay. I appreciate you, were real, that. You, you really parsed you your really word. You really thought about that. 
No, but I'm that was. About, I got one tax audit in the back pocket that I have. Nice. Nice. So we How can, progressive of you. Yeah. But to that point, like there, are, but there are a lot of horror that's stories. That's a good. That's a good one to have. Boy, Travis really. Uh, if I laid the nail out, he just one swiped that. Down. No, it was, and that's, and that, like it was, it was so much. I think dealing with the. I guess custom- I won't talk about the time somebody accidentally spilled tea on my leg. Yeah. <laughs> What's the word that was my horror story. Yeah. No. Not really. I mean, I've had, look, you serve in, you, you've been a server for more than a year. You know there are stories for days and especially in your 20s, like man, the things you see in here because you get to a point when you do a job like that and you come across a ton of adults when you're that age you're thinking, "Okay, these people been out before. They know how to behave." And when you see that, "Oh no, these people have not been out before and they do not know how to behave." It really Throws you for a loop. It really, it's a, that's why a lot of people say you should definitely find a way into the service industry before heading out into the real world. Yeah. I never did restaurant work. I, it, it, I agree with that part, but then I also think about the part where it's like, don't even do it ever because it's this weird thing where you can get trapped in it. If that's not, if you're, if that's your passion, there's not be a bartender when you're 70. I don't care. If that's what you want to do. But it is a trap for a lot of people. And I'm saying this from experience, too, because you make good enough money for the time. And at the time, you got if you're younger, ton of energy. You're like, I'll plow through a 14-hour shift, make a boatload of money on a Saturday, do whatever else. And then you kind of just get emotionally drained. And just because you're a good bartender or even an okay manager, it doesn't mean you want to run a whole restaurant. It can get – it'll. It, I see it happening all the time. People get to their 30th birthday, and they're just like, damn, I don't want to keep doing this, yeah. dealing with the public and Grandma. also just tired and wore out. If it's your passion, then Grandma did it. it for a little while when she was younger. Yeah. I mean, she's from that age, too, where, right. like, they had jobs at a younger age right. mm-hmm. that they had to have. Mm-hmm. For, she was, like, serving serving Manhattans when she was seven yeah, so. during the Great Depression. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, even when we're out to this day, she'll pay for a meal, like, for eight of us. And then Grandpa's filling out the ticket, and she'll go, Bob, what'd you tip her? Twenty percent. Give her twenty-five. She was good. Yeah. So like, she's always on top. Yeah. She's, she, and she's like, I remember what it was like. I remember what my feet felt like. You tip at least this much. That's so, something I, that I definitely am super embarrassed about now. How over the top ridiculous I was with my friends, and even my family always tipped well. Grandparents, parents, all that stuff. But over the top, like make sure you tip the tip them really well. It's like I, I don't know, twenty to twenty five percent is plenty fine, I right? Think I would I, I would be super annoying about it. Yeah, I I certainly was. Certain when we were down in Columbia, I would always be annoying, no matter if I was out with friends or the person I was dating. I was like, hey, we need to make sure this person is, is probably compensated. And like, we we can, did, and you're like, yeah. no, no, more, no, no, more, add some 40%. more to it. Exactly. Now, if you're getting like, yeah, whatever. But no, to the, I would say like. You know how in Israel, like people have to have two years of military service yeah. before they go. I, I think in America, Require. I feel like we should be quiet at least to should do should be s- corporate work. You don't get the cool brewery because no, that's, yeah, that's you don't. Fun. No, that's cheating. No, you that's need cheating. You, you don't need get to work the cool out by brewery. the highway. Yeah, exactly, the family coming exactly. through. Yep. They're ticked that their yes. breadsticks aren't out there, yes. and you are the bane be of their existence. Olive Garden, yes, Applebee's, yes. right, Chili's, Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays. Where on the tip suggestions, it tops out at seventeen. Yes, yes. Like we're like great job, seventeen percent. Yeah, yeah. But, but, and it's not only because of just the, the work itself. It's it's more so just your interaction with a, a just the human race because I think people don't realize how idiotic the vast 
majority of the public can be when they go out to eat. You see a side of them. It's because they get into a mode where they're like, I'm here and you are my bitch. And it's we're not leaving till we've had a weird interaction. And you know what? And I can say this now. And, and this is and this is how bad the N word situation was, because, like I said, I have a Bible of stories as far as interactions with some crazy guests. But the person who was one of the rudest, probably just under the guy who said the N word, former Missouri governor, Bob Holden, waited on him and a group of people. And when I say, was this at the brewery or this was at old Chicago in Columbia, Missouri and Holden brought in a group of people. This was after he was just literally months after leaving office. Or losing, because uh, he was a one-time He was just governor. in a bad mood. Before we judge Mr. Holden, did you have braids at the time? I did not. Okay, all right. I, I was going to get a hairline at the time. Oh, all man. the more reason to treat me with more respect. You don't, uh, you, you, well, just because we you far. have a hairline doesn't mean you get respect, <sighs> because that hairline still might not be looking good. No, it looked sharp. It was sharp in those days. In those days, that bad boy, but I was getting right and left, what, right what? and left, my friend. It was raining from the ceiling, if you know what I mean. What brain was it attached to, though? It was, but no, it was the guy had brought in like 20 people, and then Holden, being the cheap ass that he was, mm. decided, oh, no, I'm not going to buy everyone's ticket. Each individual is going to have a ticket. So naturally, it's going to take a while to split checks for 20 people. And it's a pizza restaurant. So it took a while. I explained to them, hey, you folks didn't say anything beforehand about this being split amongst 20 people. I just figured, you know, former governor walking in, somebody would have picked up hey, the tab. Have you seen our governors? Only he's allowed to drain uh, taxpayer money. Good Come point. On. And that I'm thinking, I'm like, you're a DM. You're supposed to treat brothers right. And he was being the biggest tool. And to this day, go to camera three. Because I want to make sure Governor Holden hear about this. Hey, man, you was mean. <laughs> I thought he was going to go super out, out that's, of control. That's all I got. I, maybe you're doing a lot in the community. I believe you live in St. Louis now. But, hey, man, you was mean. And I like to sit down and talk about that because that was, that was very off-putting. And I, I supported you when you was a governor of Missouri. And to do that to a constituent, not cool. He used the word constituent. He was serious. That hurt my feelings. You know who's not mean? <laughs> Well, I mean, the current president called his constituent sons of bitches. Yeah, so that's also, that did also worse. That did happen as well. But. No, I, I hate that. But do you know who's not mean? Who is not mean, Chris? Uh, well, he serves food out of a truck mm. all around St. Louis. And it feels like you're on a tropical island. That's Buzz from Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Aloha, hoi, aloha, hoi, ahoy, ahoy, aloha. Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Follow them on Facebook. Check out their locations all throughout the city. Some of you have had the pleasure of winning some certificates, and you can go use those. Maybe you'll win uh, another one this week. Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Family-owned, wonderful food. And you know what, Travis? Aloha. You know where it comes from? It comes from the streets. The heart. The heart. That's right. The Aloha heart. comes from the heart, everybody. Very proud to work with Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Grill. And got, I saw the in the weather forecast this week. It's going to get up to some 60s. Is it really? Oh, indeed. So you better check out my homeboy, Buzz. Get you yeah. some poke. Hey. Mm. I mm. walked so much yesterday. Oh, around. here we go. It here, you beautiful. Knew, you knew it was good. You knew. Wonderful. That's why he asked about our weekends, because it's just a roundabout way of Chris to say, I I, I walked some steps and I, I'm down a belt loop. <laughs> All right, tell us, Chris, about your keto diet and your, your 14 miles you walk with your dog. Do you call tell it a us keto? Me. Yeah, tell us keto about... Keto Kalen in this Friday. Yeah. 
Live in studio. We'll, Kato we'll, Kalen. We'll ask him about his diet. Kato Kalen. Hey, man. Kato, man, you've had so much. That's, who would have ever thought you got a diet named thought. after you? Yeah, dude. That's going to be Travis. Go. Hey, man, Trav, so about Trav, this I'll be, diet. I'll be keeping Was I'll it inspired be, I'll be by J- Kato LJ getting released last year? And you were just like, hey, oh, man. I'm here, I'm here to host Wizard World. I'm, I'm oh, Kato, yeah. I'm Kato Kalen. No, right? I, yeah, man, but the diet is what everybody is talking about. Everywhere around the world is trying out the diet. The Kato Kalen diet. No, nah, man, no, nah, that's cool. And I bet you can read too. Mm-hmm. But the fact is that people he's kind of, have he taken your. He's a little more fidgety. Is it, more, is it because you took the lifestyle and you decided, like, hey, no, no, I you should make this into a My diet? Cato mm-hmm. with a C. Uh huh. Cato Kalen. Oh. Actor, host, extraordinaire. I'm actually more into sports than you would think. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you keep bringing up a diet. Ah, because I figured that's why we had you on the show today. I didn't realize you were doing other things. Well, this is awkward because I had 25 questions about what I should be eating <laughs> as I get as I to prepare my, for ketosis. Yes, I get my summer body right. You should ask him that on Friday. We'll I will. Kato Kalen live in studio. Like, man, I'm By trying to way. get my summer body right. Lou you Ferrigno. are Kato. How it work? You... <laughs> will you say something to Lou Ferrigno when he's in here on Thursday about like, hey, welcome man. to the Lou? I'll be like, hey, I enjoyed you and I love you, man. What else have you done since? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll say... What's the TV show the president did? Uh, well, I was going to say King of Queens. Oh, he was in King of Queens? King of Queens. Yeah. What else does he know for? The Apprentice. The Apprentice. He was on that. So, you, so, we're, so Lou Ferrigno, The Apprentice? What else? Is that it? Do you want to talk smack to Lou Ferrigno? I'm just going to say you're not. We'll be here in person. Like, like, hey, you ain't Mark Ruffalo. Mm. I mean, that's the only Hulk I know. If you got a problem with it, Hulk up then. Let's see you get green. Nope. Ruffalo. Mark, Ruffalo can get, Mark Ruffalo can get green on the spot. Very good in Zodiac. Oh, he was in that? Yeah. Really? Well, Mark Ruffalo. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. See, you thought <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno can't be in I realized that. Yeah, I was like, would he play a security guard or something? Like, what is he? <laughs> was a reporter. <laughs> well, Lou Ferrigno is on the... Okay. Uh, just a quick reminder. No, tell us more about your weight loss, though. No, there's no weight loss. Okay. Just, I am just... wearing a shirt that didn't fit like a week ago. So there you go. Good. All right. Still there probably is. doesn't, technically. And I have a new belt on today. Oh. So oh, the loops have changed. Ooh. The, the loops. <laughs> or to a new loop. I feel I feel uh, very unaccomplished. Now I'm at the end of the loops <laughs> and the new belt. The old belt was, you know what uh, I mean? Too small. So you've moved on belts. Now I've got. Oh, now I've got the Kato diet has me on my second belt. The Kato Kalen diet. It's diets just slicing pounds off mm. me. So. You can ask Kato about his brewers. I don't want to ask Milwaukee. He does. He does love the Brewers. Well, I think he does. He curses about them a lot on social okay. media as well. Uh, real quick, we need to acknowledge this. Uh, Seth Amphetamines uh, in the comments and said he sold weed out of a Taco Bell in high school. You think that happens a lot at fast food places? It makes sense. That's ideal. Yeah. I mean, Jack in the Box basically markets that, it seems. Now. Yeah, if yeah, I'm being right. honest. They, yeah, they might. So you look at some of their commercials. Yeah, they're like, oh, hey, where can I get some? Probably Taco Bell. I get food in that there, probably. Munchy meal. Wink. Uh, I had uh, I I don't know who this was how it maybe it was shared into my timeline somebody was posting that they like would get off work at 3 a.m. and go to Jack in the Box but they didn't want to go back to this one Jack in the Box because the last time they were there the guy wouldn't make their food after he ordered it and said he would make it if he'd run to the store and get him a a cigarello so the guy did it 
And then it took another 30 minutes to get his food. Yeah. So all in all, the guy spent over an hour trying to get his jack-in-the-box <laughs> when he could have just got the food from probably the gas station in which he bought the place from. But he told this whole story, and then he was like, and then I went back, and they tried it on me again. And I was like, well, then you're, you're the idiot in this situation. Yeah, kind of and idea. how could you update that? I don't know who that was, why it was in my timeline, but it was probably somebody who really likes the show. Yeah, that makes sense. That's some Isn't dedication that to getting right? tacos. You really from want Jack, Jack in the, in the box? box, man? And that especially because you know that's part of their order. You know you they're can, getting tacos. It's not. And it's if you go to a gas serious. station, you can buy a, a candy bar or something, right? Mm -hmm. If you're just wanting a munchie. I think, but I think, I mean, I, I think I understand why people are so weird about the minimum wage thing because that's what they think when they immediately just see the kid at Taco Bell asking for the blunt, run over across the street. I think that's what people envision. And I think that's why people are weird about it. But at the same time, I think we should all just embrace the fact that we are at a place that we don't want to be. Look, I don't want to be ordering Taco Bell at 3 a.m. And you don't want to be working Taco Bell at 3 a.m. But let's just recognize that we're both in a situation we that get, we don't care for. So let's just get through it. Can we give a couple knowing nods and be on our way? Yeah, let's just go. I don't want to be here. You want to be here. You prepare it. I'll pay for it. We're going to look stupid in the end, but we're going to look stupid together. Let's just make it team. work. Let's be yeah. a team about this. That's why I, I say that's why I always would be surprised when people would come into the restaurants and I was like, hey man, I would rather be drinking. You would probably not rather be out with your your in-laws, but we're both here. Let's just make the most you out of it. You would probably rather not be out with former Governor Bob Holden. So. Black Sheep is guessing that the worker's name was not Bryce. In the situation, <laughs> probably you take that one on the chin. Pro probably not. You take that one on the chin. You know, how, you know when you're playing a pickup game and you follow a guy. That's on me, guys. That's me. That's we'll take this one. We'll, it, our community will take this. One. If, if you're just if you're just tuning in on the uh, live stream, it is April Fool's Day. Do we have any good pranks you can remember? I remember doing no, something just in that school. Sid Finch one is the one. That yeah, that's the me. best one. I remember getting a prank book and it said. Ooh, replace Oreos with uh, toothpaste and give them to your classmates. And I was thinking, I was like, I think I'll get yelled at if I use all the toothpaste to make fake Oreos, right? Oh, yeah. we only have gel. Yeah. Ah. Rich ass. Right? Damn. Rich ass. Uh, what's the a paste. Do we know the history behind April Fool's Day? What's no, going on with Travis this? No, Travis and I tried to look we, into it, and there was really no conclusion. And every, in the encyclopedia, it's just like, joke's on you, idiot. You think so? I probably didn't read that far. Yeah. Damn it. That would have been probably the smart thing. That's, yeah, that's we, the way but to go. Again, unless you're a major brand on Twitter that the thing's just really funny and you work hard, we're annoyed by people that are adults that take April Fool's Day because, serious. Because I think it used to be funny growing up, but... But we didn't have social media to right, compound it. Right, right. And I think now everyone thinks they're funny, and that's what's the... That really hurts. Mm -hmm. Because... We're offended by our comedic sense. It's not because uh, I would say on a good day we're mildly funny on this show. On mm -hmm. a really good day, like when uh, things are popping, but like whenever we part, accidentally fall into a joke with a comic or something. Yes, yeah. So it'll happen. You know, once every eight months, we'll mm -hmm. have a funny show. So uh, like that's people, our best of. That's uh, yeah. four three minute clips. <laughs> so, but uh, so to see other people give a shot at pranks and what they think are funny, I just I'd rather not. Here's here's. It's not a joke or a prank or uh, or anything here, but I do have some funny stuff, I think. Okay. And it's not related to April Fool's Day, but it's more about our show. And Derek Dockett, who tune in from time to time. D-Bear. 
He bear. He podcasts and then yells at me saying like, dude, don't try and slick these by me. I hear you. <laughs> he's uh, He's got a file going of some GIFs. Uh-oh. GIFs. It is not GIFs. Well, talk GIFs. to the okay. creator. Well, we well yeah, it. he is the creator. He invented the damn thing. That doesn't mean he gets to just reinvent it. I can't it. put, it, exactly. it, on, I can't put it on a sandwich and enjoy it with jelly. It is say, not a joke. Do you say JPEG or do you say JFEG? <laughs> because if you want to go with pronunciations, pronunciations, that second letter, that P, the phonetics, is photography. So are you going to say JFEG from now on, Travis? Why would you say JFEG? Because that is the rule of language. No, that that's not. what you're throwing in my face here. So I'm going to say JIF. Okay, you won. You yelled louder, so you are the winner. I learned that from you, yeah, Dad. you are correct. That's why I'm like, oh, you're throwing this back in my face. <laughs> I have no defenses. Through liberalism back in your face. Through my angry yelling to win an <laughs> argument back in my face. This is... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much Happy birthday. I don't know how good I'm going to be to you guys going forward. All right. Um, but he's uh, he's got a few new ones. Okay. And sent them our way. I wanted to show them to oh you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You ready? Here's Here we go. Ooh. I think I was climbing a ladder of some sort here. Have you ever climbed a ladder uh, in your adult life? I, uh, I, I climbed a few. As a man, don't you think you would have climbed more watch by now? Watch your fingers. Watch your fingers. I'm a, very, I'm a big watch your fingers guy. <laughs> I don't like seeing people get they, their fingers smashed. Right. So Are you sponsored by the Parkway North Vikings, by the way? I am now. Oh, wow. No, There's I'm one. Not, I don't even think they know I do this thing. There's another one. Oh, boy. Look at me. Oh, oh yeah. A <laughs> double get, wing. When it's a double awkward. wing, you know what that means, right? Mm-mm. On, you're going to meet my parents. Oh, no. You do the double wing, you meet now, my parents. Now, what are parents. you drinking there? I'm drinking some of that taste of Kool-Aid. What, what flavor? It is probably watermelon. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Uh, because I knew that would come back to haunt me. Yeah, if you're just listening, uh, we've got a gif of Travis uh, sipping a, a chalky-looking watermelon Kool-Aid cup. And that's a good gif to use like when you're trying to flirt with somebody in their DMs. Send it's, that uh, bad boy. It's a good alternative to the, uh, to the, Leo, uh-huh. to the Leo cheersing with the glass gif. Yeah. Because, yeah, because then you can like, and then the follow-up after the gif, you can be like, you could be this Kool-Aid, but you playing. Mm-hmm. Here's another one, Travis. Okay. Of you. This oh, wow. is uh, this is my walnut, and there it's. I turned it the w, w into a bird for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And then made bird sounds. Yeah, I made bird sounds. because the bird got to eat. By the way, while we're looking at these, thanks to uh, the folks who are sharing this into their streams, that really helps us on Facebook with the organic growth. Which we're all about organic growth. I love. I love. So if you hit share, thank you. I love getting into organs. Okay. What? Okay. What? Well, okay. What other gifts? Here's do we have? another one. This okay. is just a group one here. We have a group gift. Oh no! The three of us. I'm looking walnuts. like I'm about to jump off a cliff. <laughs> That's, That's my good. favorite with it. And Gardner and Travis. Look at my excitement now. Look, look at the moment when the excitement comes over my face when Gardner finally says walnuts. Walnuts! Ha! Look at the excitement on so my we got, face. We got we got the possum cam with Gardner. Like, look at this. Look at my reaction, and he says it. Boom! My head pops back, mm. and Denman. Everyone's showing emotion here. Everyone's ecstatic about the start of the God, show. So it's mad. the beginning of the morning. Look at Chris. Not only is he angry, he's gonna slightly look up from his laptop to look at the camera and look. Past head judgment. drops. Head Past drops judgment. immediately. He looks into the. Not even look. <laughs> Gardner and I are enjoying life. this fine program. We're excited and look at Chris. Look he at is disgusted. He does not eyes. even want to be here. He's watching us and then just, he is. just gets out of it. I'm not gonna lie. I can't stand you guys. Yeah, that's about. Well, it's that's noticeable. About. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Actually, there's some uh, GIF action. The Gif? Cardinals 
the Fox Sports Midwest account, at least, has been, uh, and some others, took note of some Cardinals stuff over the weekend. Yeah, Cardinals open up eh, the season against the They Brewers. did stink it up going one and three in mm. their opening series in Milwaukee. And I say, stink it up. Oh, boy. Is that There's a new a celebration? There's no. a gif of uh, the Cardinals in their uh, in their dugout, and they all have their their hoodies pulled up over their nose. Somebody farted. It looks like Jose Martinez. Jose is Martinez, hiding. you farted. No, Jose Martinez farted. On and Twitter, they... Jeff Jones uh, stated that there was one single bathroom at the back, and now Jose's peeking his head out there. Does that mean Jose's the perpetrator? It might be. That's probably the case. That's what That's it looks nice. like. That's trifling. So you got at least might have to be explained. And even they could have won a game. They could have talked about this and got an explanation. But you're not going to do it after a loss. So even Coach Badaska is uh, in his 70s, right? Yeah. He doesn't need to be dealing with that. By the way, what? And the blue uniforms looked awful this weekend. You didn't like them. I hated them. They're awful. That's good. I like that the Cardinals are making gifts them. of uh, smelly bathrooms. So I think this is uh, from the account at Cardinals. Boys, they better be glad that some of the Facebook commenters don't have Twitter <laughs> because you go one and three and you post a silly clip yeah, like that. Ooh. They did hit a lot of home runs. They did hit a lot of home runs. Uh, another thing that's been noticed by multiple people is Drew Robinson, uh, who's a bench player for the Cardinals. The big signee, the big left-handed bat the Cardinals were looking for this offseason. Yeah, but he's uh, – He's had some awkward or awkwardly fun celebrations after home runs. Like here, you just see a clap. Looks like and a four and a half year old clapping. Yes. No, yes. two and a half year old that just learned how to clap. This season's gonna be exhausting, isn't it? So you got that from Drew, and then another one was put up there of him dancing. Mm. See now, it looks like he's, he's climbing a ladder. Moves. Now, how is this different from me trying to climb a ladder? This is like Drew Robinson is trying to climb a ladder here. Yeah. Everyone's trying to climb a ladder, even when they say they're not. I learned that from Senator Flatbed, Josh Hawley. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. And then I thought I'd play a video here real quick, too, with the Cardinals, with uh, Drew Robinson yesterday. Okay. Because um, he, he uh, who was it, DeYoung, I believe, hit a home run. And the camera caught, caught him again celebrating afterwards. And DeYoung hits it down the left field line. It is gone. It just takes one swing. I like those. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I like the Drew Robinson kid. That's pretty funny. Those are good. Those are good. I love his. I love his celebrations. I can deal with that. Now. I also love Gateway Powder Coating. Do Gateway you guys know Powder that? Coating. Gateway Powder Coating, great partner of ours. GatewayPowderCoat.com online is where you find them. You know what? I shared a photo over the weekend of some wheels they just did, some beautiful white wheels. They just powder coated for somebody. It's going to be grilling season. You got patio furniture or any vehicles that need work done. You go to Gateway Powder Coating. Fast, durable, affordable, wonderful, wonderful partners of the show. Find them online. GatewayPowderCoat.com. GPC, are you with me? Yes. Indeed, they are. Uh, it's Travis Terrell and Chris Denman. It's been a fun start. Happy April Fool's Day, everybody. Keep your heads on a swivel. Don't fall for any stupid updates online. We're here to uh, save you from that. We're going to take a quick break, get the menthol into Gardner, and come back for the second hour. Thanks for tuning in. Share this with your friends. Invite them to watch the show. Got an hour left this morning. We'll have some fun.